So, Chris, uh, Inside Out shirt today. Does that mean you wore that shirt the right way out the last two days? Yes. <laughs> exactly correct. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Publish, Perish or Podcast, your opportunity to look behind the scenes of science to see if science has too many side projects. Oh. I'm Andy Stapleton and joining me today are Cameron Shearer. Hi Andy and hello Chris. And Christopher T. Gibson. Namaste Schmoopy, namaste BA. Hello, hello to you. Um, how many side projects does one person need, Cameron? Need yeah zero. How many do they have? Many. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, for instance, have maybe three or four going on at the moment. But uh, you mean science side projects or yes. life side projects? Science side projects. What about your life? I've got a couple going on yeah. there as well. All right. Tell yep. me about your life ones. I'm interested in those. I am uh, trying to create a weather station for myself. Like an automatic watering thing or just no like just something that tells me the temperature the pressure how windy it is buy one you can get them from china for like five bucks yeah i don't want to do that i want to i thought you meant you were trying to create weather (laughs) (laughs) seed the clouds or something (laughs) well that's interesting yeah but first that's a hell of a side project first you measure the weather Uh, then you try and alter the weather (laughs) make the weather Good work. Great, great. Gibbo, how many side projects have you got? Tell my me whole you... existence is side projects. <laughs> what's what's your through line though? What's my main project? Yeah. I don't know, getting up in the morning, breathing, <laughs> getting through the day. And your side projects? Catching a couple hours sleep. Uh, side projects, everything. Yeah. Everything. Uh, our house has a lot of side. Our house is an entire side project. Yeah. It's about a thousand side projects wrapped into one house. What's the recent one that you that you've done? Yeah, that you've done. Yeah, you. All right, all right. Give me a second. I bought an angle grinder <gasps> to cut some metal. Yeah. So that we can fit our dishwasher underneath the sink. Wow. Nice. And I bought the uh, the blade I need. Yeah. Did you have to speak to like a man at Bunnings? I spoke to a proper bloke. Yeah. Uh, so me, me and me and my wife had a bit of an argument because I didn't think the uh, the blade we had was 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 for cutting. Yeah. And I was right. The guy said, "No, can't use that. You got to get a special cutting." Oh, blade. but they love oh. selling more stuff. Every yeah. time I speak to someone, no, in no, no, I was right, and my jo- wife what was, was wrong. What was your blade for? Buffing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It was for something like that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, but I haven't, I haven't done the cutting yet. <laughs> oh, well, so you're side project. So you're getting excited <laughs> no. about just having the right stuff. I'm excited about having the right tools. All right. Next but I. Uh, so one thing, oh, mow the lawn, mow the lawn front and back. All right, well that's done. That's not a side project. <laughs> yeah, that's just life. Um, that's a duty. I, I always feel like in Bunnings, and this is this isn't my uh, idea, by the way. It's a it's a friend of mine, Lyndon. He plays the bass because he's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder. I'm not sure if Lyndon would be happy with me calling him a friend. I think we are friends, but it's relatively new. Oh, uh, and you haven't asked. I him haven't yet. asked him. I should ask him next time. But um. He said that Bunnings, and for international listeners, that's like a hardware store. Mm-hmm. He says it feels like he he feels like on the way out, it should say "See you in one hour," oh, yeah. <laughs> because that's how it always goes, right? Yeah, you go there, you're true. like, "I need this," and you get home, and you're like, "Fuck." Yep. Yeah. All right, then science. Does science have side projects? And well, does it have too many? Everyone's got side projects. 
I don't think science would have any uh, would have too many side projects. I no? think science is capable of handling handling a, a huge number of projects. So any project it does by default is a project and not a side project. Yeah, it doesn't have side projects. Oh, every right. project every project is a, is a main project. Good. I like that. Hmm. I would put my definition of a side project to be no. You, a good side project is when it doesn't stop you from doing your main project. Ooh. That's my point. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So if you've as soon as you've got you've got too many side projects, as soon as you stop getting in the way of your main project. Yeah. I don't think it's getting in the way of science's main project. So it can do at the moment it can do more side project projects if it wants to. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It can it can handle probably an infinite number of side projects. Yeah. Well, I, I look, I think I agree. I yeah. think I agree that science I, I will I will define side project as anything that you're actually quite interested in, because <laughs> right this is the way it happens. That's working on the assumption that, that the project. main project exactly. you're not interested. And it always happens that way, right? Because your main project is a side project that you were like, wow, I'm really interested in that, and you make it your main project. Yeah. Then you lose interest in that, and then you're like, oh, there's this shiny thing over in the corner. And now that's a side project, but you're far more interested in that than your main project that used to be a side project. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? I, I actually can follow that logic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so for science, uh, I feel like based on the fact that every side project becomes a project and it's passionate about everything, by definition, it doesn't have any side projects. Very good, very good. Can you Succinct. Yeah. Can you let us know no. what Lyndon's response is to whether you're his <laughs> friend or not? I'll ask him. Because I'd love to know if he came up to you and said, look, uh, I really appreciate uh, what you said, but we're not friends. No, I, I want him to hear it first on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. You want us yeah. to invite Lyndon in? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's Play like- in the podcast and then we'll all just look at him and say, well. Well, what do you think? <laughs> is this guy your friend? I feel like Lyndon's taken a while to warm up to me because I am like Vegemite or Marmite for our international listeners, the yeast extract. Because uh, like you, I think initially you either love me or hate me. You are a strong flavor. I am a strong flavor of person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the pro- I mean, the problem with that is like, like usually people who like Marmite and Vegemite, they've, they've had it from when they were quite young. They've grown up with it. They've, yeah. You know, it's it's been part of their their life. Yeah. If people meet you now, they're never going to adjust to you. Exactly. That's uh, why I like hanging out with you two. Uh, it's my only night out with friends. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's not that's. That's unusual. What is it? That, it's uh, hang on, don't rush it. It <laughs> what was is fine. It? Ah, it was fine until you started making me panic. Uh, no. uh, hang on, just give me a second, give me a second. It's oh, it's time for news for the week. Oh, <sighs> started good. That was a bit panicky. That one, wasn't it always was makes me uncomfortable. Cameron's coming around to him. He started no, to have a little giggle. His head is no, in his hands, <laughs> and he, he looks was, on the verge of tears. He was hating it a couple He's weeks ago. Not, Look at him. He hates it now. All right, I got news. Um, so uh, I've just done with Pocket Conference. We're going through the rebrand. By the way, that hasn't happened yet. So P Poppers, let us know what your favorite. Oh, come up with a few different names. Ready? Try this one. Reengage. Re-engage. I engage. Mm, like Rios. Like re. Oh shit! Yeah, it is. I re-engage. Pocket re-engage. Engage. Stop, engage. Stop pocket. Re-engage. Anyway, pocket. But in the meantime, I've been trying out my value and my my um my offering, I guess, to to researchers. And I did three videos for a group at UniSA. Whoa! And so they're coming out for recent papers, so they'll be out over the next few weeks, which is excellent. Good. And we got five uploads from their scientists and. 
what someone said at the end, because obviously I completely understand where they're coming from because they're scientists. And when someone comes into your group meeting, which I did with a product, right? Everyone came in and be like, who the hell is this guy? I mean, mm. what would you be thinking, Cameron? I'd be wondering where the table of, sorry, Cameron, I'm answering for you. <laughs> I can't believe we're getting to the stage where you are stopping yourself, though. I did. Remember, I said I was going to stop. I was going to be more succinct. Yeah. Not interrupt. Schmoopy, you go. I would say, what the hell is this guy doing here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, I'd be saying, where's the table of food? Where's the free food? Where's the oh, free food? That's true. I didn't take anything. Yeah, in. you got to bring some stuff yeah, in. That's right. Yeah, come on. Rule number one. Yeah. So anyway, so afterwards, the uh, someone Cupcakes, came up to me and he muffins. was like, "Shut up!" And he was like, "You are hungry, aren't you?" <laughs> Go on, diet, man. <laughs> We're not working it. Anyway, keep going. Um, uh, anyway, he came up to me and he was like, oh, I can actually see the use in this. So I was talking about how they can talk to Pocket Conference before they go to a conference, an actual conference, and mm-hmm. then like use it to spruik their talk or put it as a QR code at the bottom of their paper so they could scan it and they didn't have to stand next to their paper, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he said to me, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I could actually see it, it being uh, it being quite useful. Well, and I was like, from a scientist, that's high praise. I think I'm onto something. Yeah, that's high Is that praise. The best praise you've got without fishing it out of Absolutely, someone. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Do you like this? Do you like this? Do you like it? Anyway, so well, well done, buddy. Well Next done. step millionaire, I think. Yeah. All you right. That's, How many million have they put in? Well, a couple mil, but you know, we're not talking. We're not talking, you know, loads of money. You know, a couple mils just just fucking chump Whoa, change. Dude. Just chump change in this world. Uh, no, no, nowhere near cool. a million. But um, look, so looking now forward to it. You need to just be following their researchers around. Well, no, with the web app, they can do it themselves. I'm not following anyone around, mate. Ah. Look at that. Eh? You stopped all that stalking, haven't you? No, never stopping the stalking. <laughs> you said never stopping stalking. It's quite. It's a really creepy thing to say. It's a really creepy thing. Oh, to I say. love it. It was quite it. automatic, which yeah. is the creepiest yeah. thing. Because yeah. I was actually reading this, like what I'd written down, and it just came out naturally. Yeah. That's that's why so everyone's worried. You've got an insight into my inner workings. Yeah, you're there. stalking. Yeah. Um. All right, uh, Gibbo. What right. have you been up to, mate? What what haven't I been up to? Is no, really... just say what you have <laughs> been up to. <laughs> Did you just stop asking your own question? Give up. So I I, I have I've I, I said to the uh, the lads beforehand that I'm going to be far more succinct <laughs> and not su- not so supercilious or super superfluous in yep. my uh, erudite vocabulary when it comes to um, yep. it talking certainly about looks stuff. that way. All right, so weight loss, how's it going? Big news, big news. Yeah. Last time, 15th of the 5th, 2018, 112.7 kilos. Yeah. Today. Up 0.4 kilos to 113.1. What's gone wrong? I don't know. I don't know. One thing that's different this time around to when I usually go on a diet and lose weight, I'm not doing any exercise yet. Well, that is a big part of losing weight, mate. Yeah. Yeah. And also- Everyone says it's always your diet, but I think when you get to my age, you actually have to move. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. also I just want to point out to listeners who, because this isn't a visual medium, is that you are wearing the skimpiest of shorts and <laughs> the lightest of t-shirts, and you've still gone up. Because last time you were wearing your heavy pocket jean thong. Very, yeah, very ima- cold today. Imagine if it's I'd been cold. wearing my um, my overalls like I, I was know. last time. I'd be like 120 kilos. So you know the reason we're talking about this was to keep you uh, accountable. Accountable. Thank you for the word. Accountable. Yeah, yeah, I'm failing. And but, you're uh, failing now. Yeah. That's it. So next, next recording. What, what, what's your target, mate? Well, you'll be down ne- on what? Before the next recording, yeah, I am going to have a haircut. 
<laughs> I think this I have a- very thick, luxurious, virile, <laughs> sexual, masculine, <laughs> virile, dense, heavy hair. Yeah. And I'm going to get it cut really short and I'll lose a couple of kilos, guaranteed. Oh, my guaranteed. God. So oh my God. I reckon next week I'll be at least, uh, at least 111. All yeah, right, with that. that's your mission. If you're not next week, that's it. You're off the podcast. All right, cool. <laughs> Get real. <laughs> um, all right. So I, not, I don't really have a massive amount of news. I'm sure, I'm you're, gonna, fil- I'm sure you'll pat it out. I'm going to jump straight to the schmoopy rubbish science. That's what old Gibbo would have said. Um, uh, self-actualized bulk phoenix would call it the, <laughs> the, the most relevant science Scientist competition. Peepop most relevant scientist of the year competition. There we go. So last time, Bulk Phoenix was 1.39. This time, 1.44. You got a site. I got, I got it. No, you know what the problem was? I actually got a couple of papers got added to my yeah, scopus. So that'll be a problem. That dragged things down. Schmoopster had quite Schmoopster. a bit of a jump. 2.09 to 2.28. Not bad. Not bad, but. Good. Yeah. Here and for the next, for, for what the third time we've thank done this, you, thank you. It's still in the lead, <laughs> inexplicably. We've got to do something you. about this, Schmoopy. Thank you very much. Two point three eight to two point five. Ah, uh, yeah. And not only even, are you yeah. going up, you're jumping significant percentages. Yeah. For each site I get is a phenomenal increase <laughs> in your metric. It's yeah. I mean, uh, you, you are. So far right. ahead of where you were this time last year, it's unbelievable. I think look, you double what you were last look, year. If you guys are embarrassed by this, put me on one of your papers. Yeah. <laughs> That'll sort me out, won't it? Hold on. Yes. Put you on a paper and you've not done any work? I know. Who I've never done that before. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you've never done it for someone in my position. No, no, of course not. No, 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 no. I mean, what no. would you put down as your affiliation? Pocket conference? Uh, no, I'd just say like me. <laughs> what me but Andrew yeah, Stapleton no. at me at me your at home me. address yeah. yeah so I've got a little bit more news but I'm going to leave that for oh. the science this because right. it kind of connects into that a little bit yeah. schmoopster come on look Shmoop. you are climbing the career ladder of academia yes you have made the leap to a new institution no but uh, I'm not quite on the ladder yet remember I've, you- I might have I reckon I've put a hand on the rail but there's no foot left the ground I, yet. On you're the, holding it steady for others that yes. are climbing. Well, yes, still, there's someone on the rung, and you've just put your finger in between their feet. No, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> in between their toes. Or you, anyway, or you're going to um, push the ladder out from under them. Yeah, and then take the ladder oh, and so climb it yourself. House of Cards style. You deserve yeah. it, man. Do I it. Should, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Absolutely. how's it going climbing the career ladder? Uh, it's it's okay. Good. Bit of, bit of career news is that last week oh. I was the official co-chair of a theme at a symposium. Oh. Jesus Christ. Woo. Quite a few little uh, official co-chair and wow. symposia. The Hang heady on. heights you are reaching, Smoops. Yeah. That's great news, mate. Did great you get news. to boss co-chair. people around? No, 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 no. I, I was getting lost around. Oh, that's annoying. Oh. Okay, you didn't get to like keep time and tell people to hurry up or anything. Yes, I, it was my responsibility to do that. Yeah, mm. well, that's good though. You'd enjoy that. No, Did, I didn't. No, you didn't <laughs> cut anyone off short or anything like that. Schmoopster. No, Why? it was a bit difficult. Oh. Um, I, a number of things went wrong. Yes. <laughs> this is what we want to hear. This was a a joint symposium between a 
a doctoral research training program in the UK and the University of Adelaide. Ooh. So six speakers from the UK came to Adelaide Ooh. and I organized three speakers from Adelaide to oh. speak in this session. It's quite serious. Um, and I asked everyone to email me their talk beforehand so that I would have the computer ready to go. You're uh, asking for a miracle there, mate. How many how many emails do you think I got? One. Zero? From the UK, I got zero emails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got three out of three from Adelaide. Ooh, there you go. Adelaide. Adelaide. Ding, ding, ding. Adelaide well done. Is. Yeah, well done. It's not a competition though, is it? No, no of course not. Of course not. No. So well, the, the computer, kind of. the next next problem that came across is we the a laptop was provided for everyone, mm. um, but this laptop had... 30 megabytes of storage on it. Wow. Is that For those who aren't really familiar with computers, is 30 megabytes a lot? It's very little. Very, Chris, very little. It's very little, I, say, I regularly send files that are 120 yeah. megabytes. <laughs> oh, my God. And so the first, the session before me had their talks on. I and My group, but the next session could load about half the talks and yeah. then it ran out of space. Yeah. And so then I thought, all right, we'll just put it all onto a one USB drive yeah. and we'll run the talks off the USB. Perfect. Problem solving. Well done. Yeah, but it doesn't work. I guess because PowerPoint must need to make a local copy before it right. opens something. Yeah. Uh. And so this whole computer, we looked everywhere for things to delete, but because we were <laughs> on like some user level privilege, we couldn't There's delete anything. Delete. Like, the desktop was empty. You should never have been given a laptop with that little space. But you know it's what? It's accessible. That's ridiculous. This is true of science. You, uh. you always solve problems. You'll spend more problem, uh, more time solving problems that you never thought you'd have. Than That's actually- why you should always have an overhead projector handy and you should have your, all, a, you should have all your PowerPoint slides as actual OHP slides OHP. as a backup. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard that acronym for... That was so what, long. That was what I did for years. Oh, HP. <laughs> years and years. Oh, your filthy little nits being it projected up until the, Yep, oh. you see my fingerprints over here, all the slides. <laughs> <laughs> Even the ones on the computer. No, no, no. Um, but that was the old days, yeah. So that's that's a bit of a shame, Schmoopy, but you managed to sounds like you managed to sort it out in the end. Yeah, the rather computer. successfully, yeah. Yeah. What Good. else went wrong? Um, well, so we had one of those clicker things yep. for the, oh, yeah. the screen. Yeah. And it's some and someone kept pressing like the slideshow button on the clicker. <laughs> have you seen have you and yeah. sometimes the slideshow button on the clicker doesn't quite work when you've got a projector and a right. in a computer screen. Okay. okay. And so I was trying to click around and stuff and I somehow locked the <laughs> touchpad on the laptop and there's no mouse. So <laughs> oh, we're Lord. there with the wrong screen up. Oh. No mouse to fix anything with. Oh, I just had to use the keyboard. So I was just pressing escape, escape, alt F4, and eventually I got it all working again, but I couldn't turn the touchpad back on. So for the remainder of the session, now this happened in the first talk, Yeah, the remainder of the session, I didn't let anyone else touch the computer, <laughs> but I worked out like a series of keys to press to delete 
Delete the old talk. Load like in the new talk. Savant. That's yeah. impressive. That's impressive that you managed to actually work something out. Press, I'd have had to give in. Press play, and then I would like give them the little clicker and just say this one or this one, and yeah. it, pointing it forwards and backwards. But of course, you can't press backwards in a talk. So by the end <laughs> no, of the session, the was your hair like everywhere, and you were just screaming at people? <laughs> Don't touch the laptop. Well, yeah, it wasn't going well. And so with a few of these things, after the first speaker, 10-minute talk, yeah. we're running 15 minutes late. Ooh. Ooh. I was uh, going to ask you, did you finish on time? Because it doesn't matter what happens in between if you finish on time. <laughs> I know. So we, I had six 10-minute <laughs> talks to keep keep people on track. Six 10-minute talks. 10 minutes. And I had, a, I had a, like a... I didn't really tell them beforehand what my <laughs> process was going to be to tell them when their time was up. So someone and the the chair from the session before me, he passed me this uh, small piece of paper with the number two on it. So like, you, <laughs> like with the minutes. idea, you hold this up for two minutes to oh, go. Okay. Yep. <laughs> well, what were you that's, thinking, Chris? that's like some cryptic message <laughs> on what you're supposed to do. Like that's all the information they decided <laughs> to give you. Yeah. And you're supposed to work it all out from there. Luckily, you did. I'd have gone. <laughs> fucking what's two for? <laughs> not a, what's this? It's not a David Lynch movie. I need. Yeah. <laughs> I need more information than two. <laughs> He spent the whole 10 minutes being like, why this? Yeah, but luckily uh, you worked it out. I would hold my two up. (laughs) Two up. But these people being PhD students were only looking at the presentation screen behind them. So, (laughs) oh, well, presentation Uh, 101, they fucked it up already. (laughs) So they never saw me holding this two Uh. sign up. (laughs) And then eventually got to the point where... I didn't have a one. So, <laughs> so, so it'd be misleading for them to look at me. So, hey, <laughs> it's like 10 minutes over and you're like, two, it's all I've got. It's all I've got. <laughs> oh my God. We have feedback from listeners. Good. My we favorite. Got, we got one. Hello. Uh, it's a review. Oh. oh. It's. Oh, um, I, I heard on another podcast yeah. that we probably can't see. The reviews from other countries. Ah, is that what it is? So if you're in another country, uh, send us a photo of any reviews that we may have on your <laughs> app store. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so it's a review on iTunes. I assume they're Australian then. Well, how many stars? How many stars do you want? Uh, what's it out I of? want five. Five. Six. Right. Six stars. Out of five. I'm nervous. I've, they gave us. Uh-oh. Don't look at me like that. One five-star review. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Um, I can't hide. I can't, I can't hide. I'm a little disappointed. I thought, I thought six stars might be might be on the. On the uh, so uh, it's from Jimmy Dub Dub, and Jimmy Dub Dub says hilarious and interesting, very funny, and a good insight into the life of a research scientist. Thanks, Dub Dub. Brilliant. It's, uh, Jimmy Dub Dub or Dub Dub or J Dub Dub Dub. Jimmy Dub Dub. Thanks very much, Jimmy Dub Dub. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> it's time for Topic of the Day. Topic of the Day. That's great. We have got some barbershop trio stuff going on here. And the topic for the day is science awards. Hmm. What? Yeah. Awards. Scientists Awarding need awards. science. It's like giving yeah, an award thought. for music. Yeah. It is. It is. Why? Yeah. Because it's an award for something or? Yeah. Okay, great. 
Um, no. it, and that's because... <laughs> the point of not... You, you shouldn't give awards to art because it's not... How can you tell what's better? Whoa, mate, you're going to... I'm going to keep that in because I want to see the... the, the <laughs> I want to see well, our Facebook Well, what one person likes in music or art, another person might hate. Yeah. Like, I hate a lot of modern art. You know, the stuff that looks like my kids have uh, vomited up. I love that stuff. I love Ugh. modern art. Makes me think. Like... Why did someone pay for this? <laughs> yeah, I like that. Good Thank answer. you. Good answer. Um, anyway, so we're talking about it because Australia goes through once a year their science awards, right? Yep. It's to highlight the best. It's to or well, it's meant to highlight the best research. It's meant yeah. to highlight mm-hmm. what's going on, the most innovative things, the people that are working the hardest, and doing the best. Every year, I win none of them. What do you put yourself in for it? No. Well, that's your I, first well, problem, How are you going to win? Well, I thought someone else would do it for you me. you got to be in it to win. No, there's your first problem. Mate. Oh, yeah. bloody hell. So, first of all, I want to I talk about we're grown-ups. We're grown-ups who are trying our best to do something good, not only for our career, mm-hmm. but I think people get into science because they feel like they're making a difference in the world. Yeah. Surely that's like payment so. enough. Why do we need to have these fancy hobnobs... Hobnobbery. Why do we have to have this fancy hobnobbery? What's a hobnob? It's actually a really delicious biscuit in the mm, UK. Yeah, I've heard Why it Why is that relevant? I don't know. Okay. But you know, when you're hobnobbing around. <laughs> no. That's why I asked. <laughs> is that eating hobnobs? <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think so. Well, anyway. Eating a biscuit. Yeah, you know, around. Is it, <laughs> oh, it's why, like why, a, why do I need to move as I eat a biscuit? <laughs> Mate, it's, they're hobnobs. You it's, hobnob around. It's like a jam, no one is sits it still. jam, jam filled? Is no, it? fuck you. You is take that, that back. That's <laughs> not hobnobs, not jam filled. Can you ask Sorry. your dad to send us some hobnobs? Oh, I would love. You can buy them here. I would love some. I'm going to bring us some hobnobs. Can you bring hobnobs? Oh, right. love. Next week. Tell you what, I would sit down <laughs> in uni and eat in, and not have dinner and eat an entire packet of hobnobs <laughs> on my own. I would hobnob around. Like there was no tomorrow. All right. Okay. All right. Anyway. Uh, sorry. So Back scientists, awards. they're adults. They're doing good stuff. Why do they need awards? Cameron. I don't know. I think that we need awards maybe so we can let other people know how good we are. <laughs> so I, I know the answer because science Hang on. I haven't even asked you yet. <laughs> I think that the Science Week awards are important because it lets young people be more aware of some scientists who aren't in the news all the time. All right. And it kind of is good for the, the public um, knowledge. Mm. So in terms of, so you mean they're not looking at Brian Cox anymore, that there's someone who's actually doing some great stuff and they're getting recognition in the public domain and the public domain is the important aspect. Yes, and, and that's why it's the government who fund these science awards. It's, yeah. I think it's for STEM education benefits the most from this okay yeah that's what i think good all right now your turn mr well, gibmeister scientists are also people yeah and people are weak and flawed yeah and they like to get awards because it's good for the ego it is good for the ego it is good for the ego and in it science is. sometimes you can go long stretches of time without any appreciation from anyone <laughs> anyone <laughs> Some Is people it- go years without even a thank you from people who should be thanking them every day. What? I I can't think of anyone who's gone through years of not getting a thank you. Yeah, I've had thank yous. I nearly have a thank you every week. I used to get thank yous every day. Yeah. 
Well, some people don't. <laughs> And they deserve awards. So anyway, so when people get awards, I, th- I think there is there is probably an ego element to it. I'd say, yeah. oh, absolutely. and that, that helps people strive. Yeah, yeah, you know, definitely helps people strive. And uh, these awards, is there a, is there cash involved with these? It's not very much. Uh, I had a look. Cameron, like twenty grand or something. Whoa, that's a lot of money. That's not bad. Oh, but not for these like professor types. Yeah, I guess so. Like for them, twenty grand keeps their lab running for another like month. Yeah, still, that's not too bad. That could be another incentive. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. In terms of what should be awarded, how do you judge science as a whole and say, well, this is the best innovator or this, like, that's tough, right? Well, I think it, mm. to get it right, it's almost impossible. Right. So we're better off just putting all the applicants, all the best applicants yeah. in a big bowl, getting a chimp in a diaper to go into the bowl, pick it out and say, this one. But how do you decide who are the best applicants to even go on the bowl in the first place? Well, the chimp, another chimp in a diaper. <laughs> with an even bigger with bowl. With a bigger bowl. <laughs> and they just slowly fill. Right. But Random do, do we award the do we award the science or do we award like the team or the outcome? Or is it that they're doing the best thing but they're not it's not commercially applicable? Like Cameron, what's important to you? What should be awarded? Which award are you talking about? The, the scientist Science of, the, of year? the year award. Scientist yeah. of the year award. In that case, I think I guess it should be the individual person who's who's come up with some really innovative idea and almost seen it through. So not only have they come up with the idea, but they've also brought it to application. Right. How does that sound? That sounds fine. That sounds like the goal of a scientist, right? Yeah. You, you come up with an idea. You make sure it works and then you, uh, whatever, I'm trying to be very vague. So if you're making a new battery, yep. you come up with an idea to make the battery better, you show yep. that it works in the lab and then you have that being actually a commercial product yep. at the end. Yep. Well, I think, you, I mean, you could have just in general, you could have like impact, the greatest impact. And the greatest impact may not be a pattern or a device. It might be a body of research that's advanced, you know, how to uh, defeat cancer or something like that. Yeah. It doesn't have to necessarily be a, an actual device. Does it have to be a big ticket item? People love that. They love cancer. They love energy. They love food security. They love agriculture. Probably they love- to be scientists of the year, it's got to be something that's gotta be big. known gotta- in the public domain, I guess. It's got to be sexy. May not be cantilever calibration. It may not be. It may not be. As shocking as that it sounds. May it may definitely not be. won't be. Wow. I think that's a bit far. Maybe anyway. So you say, Gibbo, that people, are, are scientists, are people, and that's why it's an ego boost. Mm-hmm. Have you won awards? So I have not won an award. I was thinking oh about this my today. God, I, I feel- cannot think of a science award I have won. I'm, oh my I'm, God, I'm Gibbo! Thinking. Not since high school, I think I won. I won a science award. I think it was the Millership Scholarship, which was a few hundred dollars to buy textbooks. Wow. Do you feel sad? Um, I didn't until right then, <laughs> and now I do feel sad. Yeah, and how many unapp- unappreciated and angry? And how many did I apply for? Yes, none. Yeah, that may be a weakness. Yeah, in why I haven't. That may be. A, that may be part of the reason why I've never won a science mm. award because the application part of it is reasonably important, isn't it? It is quite. Is probably the most important thing. Yeah. You got to be in it to win it. So you got to be in it to win it. And I, I, when you guys sent through that topic, I started to think that is a key feature of the whole process. It is. And the other thing, I don't. I don't really look around for what I would be eligible for. I haven't really sh- put enough interest or, or time into mm. what awards I could apply for. Mm. Schmoopster, yep. you 
Yeah. Or an award-winning scientist. I have won uh, an award, yes. Tell us. What is it? Well, I've won a few. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Which one do you want to hear about? All of them. All of them. I told I you. All of them. Scientists of people. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Scientists of people. Although, actually, well, this is interesting. So we were talking about like the tall poppy thing, right? I think Australian um, scientists are always like, well, you know, like I've got some awards. Like really quite coy about it yes, all, right? Yes, yeah. Whereas in America, they'd be like, yep, I've won six awards. You know what I mean? Like it was very much more like, like they're upfront about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're right up front about it. I, I need to show that I'm um, humble about it. <clears throat> yeah. Humble, but, humble bragging. Yeah. But no, I'm not down. humble bragging. I'm showing that I'm humble. Well, I, I'm quite happy that I won all of them. Yeah. Uh, but I also realize that there is a like a, there is a chimp putting their hand into a bowl <laughs> in in most of the awards. Does the chimp won. have a nappy on? disgusting otherwise so the the biggest award i've ever won yeah is the i won an award for best phd thesis in the state of south australia in the year 2014 for science and engineering and mathematics that seems like a big one well i well this is a big one it was ten thousand dollars whoa i mean you just uh, poo-poo $20,000, but uh, I was very impressed I did, with I didn't. $10,000. I said 20 grand was a lot, and I think 10 grand's a lot. Have you still got any left over? No. Oh. I was actually, I was supposed to use it um, for science, which I didn't realize until like until six Until you spent it on drugs. Six months <laughs> and in, and they asked, they asked me for receipts. Oh, oh. shit. What did you spend it on? I, uh, I was living in Germany at the time, ah. and I used it to attend two conferences and spend a, a week uh, working in Vienna. Oh, that's, that's science. Nice. That's so. absolutely science. Yeah, so that's good. That you may not like have kept way. the receipts though, but that's science. Mm. Okay. And I, I won a, a few poster awards at conferences. Uh, yeah. Travel awards. I won How a couple of them. I really tried a couple of times at a poster, right? And I've always got like third place or like. How do you win a poster? I've, uh, I've never really tried. Got to. Really, I've never really got to have the best one. No, you don't. Definitely no. not. No, no, no. You, can, you you win posters by not having the best one. So the poster prize. How do you do it? There's about three judges. Yeah. And you just need to talk to one of those judges for so long <laughs> that they wreck through. They remember your face and your yeah. name. Yeah. The two the two of the times that I won, I am sure that I was the only poster that the two of the judges looked at. Yeah. Because one of the times I was in uh, in France. Mm. And a fellow student, Leo, hopefully, I'm not sure if she listens, went and grabbed this guy and pulled him over to look at my poster. And then I think I spoke to him about the poster and his research for the entire poster session. Yeah. And then he had to choose. Oh, shit, you didn't give him a chance to look at me. <laughs> That's brilliant. It's genius. That's brilliant. And you could easily do that. <laughs> yeah. And then another time we That's were all brilliant. We were all staying on a country campus of, at a university. Yeah. Very good. And... Uh, the morning of the poster session, I had breakfast with one of the judges who I'd never nice. met before. Yeah, and then uh, I, I don't know. I spoke to them about my um, poster quite a bit. There you go. So anyway, so that's it. It's not best poster that wins. It's uh, being memorable, memorable in whatever and, way. But choose who you talk to as well. Don't you yeah. talk to your friends. Yeah. The whole but if you, th- mm. No, but if you can commandeer the entire, all the time of a judge, yeah. then they have to vote for you because they haven't seen any others. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. Other awards? Oh, I won an award for 
best uh, early career researcher last year oh. at Flinders University. That's quite oh, a good, that. That's a quite good. a good strategic one for them. That yeah. it's like a, you know, it's a very it was two and a half thousand dollars, I think. Yes. Yeah. But a lot of early career researchers get them, and then it's just a good example that you've won an award. Mm. And so any money that you get is great to put on your CV to say that you've got money. Mm. Yeah. And it really is something that I I want more of as well. Do you think once you move out of that ECR time range, does the awards dry up a little? Yes. Because it seems like to me, I have, I mean, I do read some emails when there's awards coming out. Most of them seem to be directed at ECRs. I think most is not really. I think you can still be applying for a lot, Chris. Mm. Yeah. You're not, no you're not getting away with that. Mm. But the poster ones, the poster ones dry up. Yeah. And also there's student talk po- uh, prizes sometimes at conferences yeah, and they go sounds, away. Sounds like they're all drying up. <laughs> uh, but there's plenty they're of other awards. Yeah. So no, not really. One of the the things for the our National Science Week is mm. the unsung hero of science. That's right. You so, won that, didn't you? The, no, un- wait, the unhung science hero. He'll get back to that. Good joke there, Chris. <laughs> Look at him. He loves it. <laughs> the unsung hero of science is for someone who is has been working hard in science but is underappreciated. Oh, shit. I know <laughs> someone like that. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, that's my, that's me. Yeah. That's, how so, do I apply for this? Well, you just do in like it's like a one-page. Yeah. And, was, Andy won the the other one, the sister competition. The yeah. unhung science. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I won. You the- won that hands down, pants down. <laughs> <laughs> I won the unsung a hero of science communication. Oh, you want it for communication? Oh, yeah. And it's the exact same form that you fill in. Yeah. So it's just, um, so actually I won the South Australian unsung hero and there is a, the national one as well. But um, yeah, it's just a one pager where you talk about what you've done. Like you just fill out the boxes. It doesn't take long, but I was talking, so this is kind of like goes into a next point I wanted to talk about. It was, are you deserving of it? And we kind of touched on it with you. It's like, they say you have to be nominated, right? Mm. But I really, th- there's no one out there who's desperately nominating their friends. Or oh, no one's writing for, a page for them. No. Either. So I had to go up to Joe and I, I saw the, I saw it come up. And I was like, I'm in a good position to win this because I've done all this extracurricular stuff for, is it even extracurricular when you're an adult? Does that even work? Anyway, all this extra stuff. Sounds unpaid. Good. Unpaid, work, yeah. You know, communicating science, yeah. volunteering time in schools. Before P-pop. This is before P-pop. I was doing everything. Because I, I wanted to, oh, this, I knew I wanted to do more communication stuff. And um, yeah, so I went up to Joe and said, look, I think I'll be really strong for this. I think it'll look great for Flinders, blah, blah. You know, really, you got to, it was for me. But, uh, and he, he said, yep, yeah, no worries. Have a first go at it. Send it to me. Mm-hmm. And I'll add my little kind of, you know, my bits. And so I kind of listed, I just put a dot point of all the things I'd done so that he knew about them. Um, And yeah, so was I deserving of it? Well, I don't know, but I made sure that I was at least in the running. Yeah. And I think that's what you got to do. So he had to be on the form to nominate you. He had to be the person that filled out the form. It wasn't my form to fill in. Oh, I see. He had to be the person to nominate me. kind of did. But I I essentially... he. Because, I mean, you know, he's busy. These people are busy. He doesn't yeah, know course. what I was actually yeah. doing. So did you, did you just give him dot points? Yeah, I just... And he filled in from there. I don't know what he did with it. He may okay. have just handed in dot points. Yeah, because the times that I've asked someone to nominate me, yeah. I've written the entire thing for uh, them. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah, so I that, don't know what it is. That's ahead of me. And then it's quite difficult to write the entire thing for someone else. Yeah. And then I have to work out how I'm going to write my bit about myself <laughs> <laughs> and then make it sound different. Yeah, yeah. So this, is, this doesn't sound like it's worth it now. Well, no. So I think... <laughs> You guys have just talked me out of it. Yeah, it's like another grant application. <laughs> One um, page, Chris. One it, page where I have to write great things about myself. I think I can do it. You can do it, definitely. Um, but one thing I think about all these uh, awards, like are you really deserving? Is anyone really deserving of awards? I am, Absolutely. Yes. There's some people that stand out and they clearly Thank you. just blow everyone out of the water. But a lot of the time Thank it's you. very muddy and cloudy. Mm-hmm. Not really. Um I think that, I mean, with the awards, there's often just one given. Yeah. So, like, we, even with a grant where we say it's quite a lottery, where they could probably choose the best 15 sure. on, like, publications, other grant money, and then the project idea yeah. in the, in an award, like, maybe they can get it to a top 20% or something like that. But then mm. after that is most of the time, I'm sure it's, it's just pick it at random. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, sometimes there's uh, an outstanding... Candidate, yeah. depending well, on the so award. So the year after I won the award, I was a judge for the award. Ooh. So I, I got go. uh, nine or ten shortlisted people. And that was, I don't know, that was another commit. I don't even know. Did you anyway, get a monkey to choose them? What did you so do? So I got in a diaper and... Uh, this is why you kept talking about a diaper. That's right, yeah. I know. So I, yeah, and I, we had to rate them like we have to give the top person three points, the second one two, and then one, and then the person with the most points one. Um, and we, for me, I just submitted my points. Like this person is the most, like I think, most deserving. Then these two follow closely. Um, and then it went into a magic box. Do you know what I mean? Ooh. Like, as far as it, it, I could have just sort of like, you know, I saw online a button on an elevator which was closed doors that was, didn't go anywhere. I could have just been that button. Mm-hmm. Like I was there for show to be part of the committee. Yeah. But really there's a guy at the top going, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. We can't have another person from this university win. Exactly. We need uh, to have a different university. And how many judges yeah. were there? Uh, I think there were five of us. Five. The question is, all this effort, Gibbo, does it look good on your CV? Are well, you I haven't won one yet, but I, I think it... I, I mean, I can't see how it would hurt. It's got to look good. It's got to look good, surely. Well, you, you said, Cameron, that it's someone It's hard to actually, quantify, I guess. It's yeah. hard to quantify, but I reckon it would look good. You said, Cameron, that there was someone in your work that actually said, you've won a lot of awards. Yes, trying to trying to be humble again. Uh, uh, yes. But for some reason, this person looked at, on the on, looked on my web page. Yeah, and they said, "You've got a lot of awards." Bit of bit of web page stalking. There you go. Yeah. I can't. So you piqued someone's interest. I must have. Yeah, and uh, and just having an award, I think, is maybe giving me credibility in their eyes. Yeah. Uh, which maybe obviously me just hanging around in the lab didn't quite deliver. <laughs> so, <laughs> me doing my work on time to a good quality doesn't cut yeah. it. He's like, oh, I would have never thought you would have won awards before. <laughs> BA, let me ask you the question. What? Do you feel that uh, your unhung science era award did you some good? Did it help? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah? And don't forget your catalyst grant. Would you call that an award? Well, Not really. Is, well, we'll talk about that. Yeah, but like. Yeah, so yeah, I put it down as an, as an awarded amount of money. I mean, you 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 uh, apply for it and you get it. And I've also, when I was young, when I was an undergrad, I got a fee waiver as well, which I mm-hmm. had to apply for. It's become the top 
10% of the year to continue on at a scholarship level for my undergrad, which top I got. Top 10%? I had to be in the top 10% for continually for four years to keep getting scholarship. Hold on. And when I came to Australia, I got an international fee waiver and scholarship um, waiver as well, which I counted as an award. Yeah. Where, where, it, where it also must help is, is when you finish, you know, you're, you're writing grant applications, there's always sections where you have to talk about your impact and things like that. And I think awards would surely surely oh, look yeah. good there. Like if yeah. you're reading a grant application and you're trying to assess the effectiveness of a yeah. of a researcher, I think that sort of thing would, would really help. Well, it makes sense because you've been uh, recognized by your peers. Very. It's another uh, way. I of- like that, recognized by your peers. Yeah, that's yeah, what it is. It's just another metric to yep. say that uh, someone else yeah. someone else thought I was good once. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so in terms of take-home messages for the pea poppers, mm. what what can what can they do? They're obviously we I think we can agree they're important. Yep. And for me, getting the SciCom one was a little bit of a catalyst I needed to get more recognition for the science communication stuff, and then it snowboarded from there, right? So it can help with careers or whatever if you're a little bit strategic about the ones that you go for. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cameron, what are the low hanging awards? What can people do right now? Well, I think just make yourself a plan of what awards are out there. Yeah. Every university has a research services office or something similar, and they may send out emails like uh, Chris uh, doesn't read <laughs> every week, exact and they do. Them all. Or yeah. also have a website, and some of them have really good websites saying what awards are available. Yeah. Something that I do is people who I want to be like, Ooh. I look at what awards they've won. That's a great tip. And then I try and look up how I could possibly win them. Mm-hmm. I like that tip. That's did you ever look up the amount of awards I won? I, I was on your website today, Chris. Oh, shit, he did we'll too. We'll talk That's about right. that later. He yeah. gave me some advice, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> so my advice would be this, and what? this is general advice for everything uh, science-related for young scientists. Take advantage of the old ECR time period. I did not do enough <sighs> of that. I did not do enough of that. I'm not saying that there aren't awards I can still apply for. And I'm feeling inspired to do so, <laughs> as long as there's only one page application. Um, but definitely with ECR, you know, make make the most of it while you can, because there's a lot of stuff out there. Well, I think people for these awards they get attracted to the story a lot of the time, hmm. right? So a young researcher plowing. No, that's the wrong verb. Um, a young researcher <laughs> forging forging a path for themselves. You know, yeah. like that's quite inspiring and fun. I think that's probably why you hear a lot about that ECR stuff. Because so you it, don't think like a mid uh, a, a, a mid career researcher plodding away. Plodding is the right <laughs> verb. You're right. It is a plod. The isn't same it? job for ten years. That's yeah. not a romantic story. Look, it's not romantic in the kind of like a narrative way. Uh, but if you're wearing something. You know, a little bit racy, maybe. Okay, we'll do but my it best. Is, I mean, everyone li- likes an underdog story. Mm. So for this plodding along researcher to, to 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 remove the shackles of self-doubt. Yes, uh, oh, now we're talking. Yeah. And uh, a rise like a phoenix from the ashes of their cocoon. Bob yeah. Their the old phoenix. sheath body. Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who strived to, to attain a 21... H index no, no, and no, in excess with, of no, 70 no, journal no, articles no, no, and nearly no, no, 1,500 no, citations. No, you've no. ruined it with metrics, mate. Yeah. Oh, really? We're not doing the <laughs> metrics. So actually talking about your success is not, not what you want no, to do. No, you've got to sell them on the story. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that's I'm it. Um, anything more to add, chaps? Well, I mean, I just think that if if you current the – as soon as you get 
awards it becomes easier to get the next award like yeah. like what i believe grants will be like for me i'm hoping <laughs> uh and so really aim for if you're if you're not confident in yourself yeah aim for the low-hanging fruits like the the school one so you're not competing against other people or university ones mm-hmm. uh travel awards are generally a little bit easier than excellence awards yeah it's easier to travel than be excellent. <laughs> it certainly is. <laughs> you could be an excellent traveler. You could be. Uh, and 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 like Andy's, like plenty of universities offer, like every PhD student gets one conference travel per PhD. Sure. There you yeah. go. That's an award. That yeah. is, yeah. There you go. Travel scholarship. Exactly. And if you're unfortunate enough to be unhung, you can still win awards. Shut up. Our next section is Science This, where we use our transferable science skills to science the shit out of an everyday activity. And this week, that activity is inspired by the tea meister. Bulk Phoenix, thank you very much. No, it will never be that. Ordering drinks at a bar. Yeah. Yeah. Dubo, go for it. How did this all come about? How did this come about? You got friends? You guys guys, uh, heard about it first. I texted you while it was all going on. I thought I was special. I didn't realize he got a text as well. He got it first. He actually got the longer text. I actually described to him exactly what it was all about. Oh, right. You, and then I got halfway through. I was like, fuck this. (laughs) And And you you can uh, send the same text model people. Yeah, you just add me and the extra number. Um, Yeah, I I knew that. Yeah. (laughs) I was out, people. I was at the Warradale pub tavern bar thing. (laughs) Yes. Drinking beer. Their marketing is going well. It was a mate of my... uh, Some mates. Beer. Beer. I met through my wife. uh, And Ellen... Was having her fortieth birthday. She she booked out a section of the Warradale. She a listener? Yeah, she a listener. Did she talk to? She was like, "You sound familiar." No, no, no. I don't think she does. Uh. So why did you name drop her? Yeah, come on, mate. Why do we need to know her? Oh, just so you know that she she's real. <laughs> do you mean like Ellen? Like the like Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres? DeGeneres? No, she's way over forty. Um, <laughs> and uh, and I got there and I bought my, myself and my wife a drink. Nice. And then we we found the area where everyone was and they put these little uh, pink bands around our hands and yeah. they said, "Go to the bar, get your drinks for free." And it's at this point. You Ooh. didn't leave the bar. I and it, you, piled in. You went back and tried to get the ones you'd already bought for free. <laughs> yeah, didn't work. Money had changed hands. The card had been used. Well, anyway, well done for having friends. Yeah, thank you. Um, and so what I noticed was that the bar is that the some of the bar staff were fairly inept. I have to say. Oh, one of them didn't know what a shandy was. All right, let's test Gibber. Uh, let's test camera. I know what a shandy. What's is. a shandy? It's lemonade and beer. What yeah. ratio? A little bit of lemonade. Maybe a third lemonade, two oh, thirds beer. Very good. Yeah. That's exactly well exactly done. what we wanted. She had no idea. She had to ask a supervisor about it. Ooh. It's not. It's not a common thing at the moment, though, is it? It's a bit of an old, like a forty-year-old plus drink. Perhaps yes. <laughs> but this is a fairly uh, modern thing. I what? asked for a pint of sparkling because I had Cooper sparkling on tap, yes. and it caused a huge kerfuffle of, of confusion and ignorance. But did you the bar say staff. sparkling, or did you say? Cooper's sparkling ale, please. You mean did I did I rise up like you did? Yes, <laughs> sparkling. No, <laughs> I just said a pint of sparkling, please. Okay, so they could have meant thought you meant sparkling wine. A pint of I tell you what, 
You've got problems sparkling here, though, wine. but you don't have a pint of sparkling wine well, problems here. So a, a few of them were gathered around trying to work this out, and then I, <laughs> I saw them ask ask another bar staff who was obviously more experienced, and the look on their face was just one of like, are you idiots? And they sort of went, wow. you know, pointed to the pint glass and then pointed to the, the beer on tap. Anyway, that's what inspired me for sciencing, ordering drinks. So here Good. we are, ordering at a bar. Oop, got to turn to my piece of paper here we go i reckon they thought you meant sparkling wine you look like a man who would order a pint of sparkling wine you, you, w- you wouldn't order less than a pint of sparkling wine <laughs> <laughs> possibly possibly not i'm not giving them an out they should have known what i was talking about and that's what inspired me so i don't want to actually i'm gonna i'm changing things up a bit gibbo's changing a bit he's not oh. just losing weight and then gaining it a bit <laughs> Losing it a bit, <laughs> then gaining yeah. it a bit, then losing it a bit, then gaining it a bit. But you, you're at a net loss, though. I'm at you? a net loss. I am at a net loss. Like the stock market. Um, but the thing I'm trying to do is be a bit more succinct yes. and not not ramble oh, on. Come on. Uh, right? We know. We so know. I'm getting to the point stop. here. And I don't want to – I'm not going to stop using robots and genetic engineering. I want right. to keep the human element All right. in my ordering drinks. All right. I don't want to remove it. I want to keep human bar stuff. All right. The logical thing with scientists would be go for robots. I'm sure yeah. that's – it's pedestrian. That's what you guys will oh, do, that's something what mine like is, that. Yeah. But each customer may have different wants and needs when it comes to bar service. Now, right. I just assume that everyone wants the same thing I want like- because – I think deep down I feel I'm the center of the universe. Yeah. But guess what? I'm not. God, I'm you actually are self-actualized. Not. I'm not. Now I'm self-actualized. I realize that when I close my eyes, the world still exists. Wow. It doesn't disappear. Wait, didn't you Jibber. notice that we went really quiet then when your eyes were closed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can hear you breathing. So it is. No, no, you're still there. You're still Hello. there. So um, me, myself, I want to go to the bar. I want it to be robotic. I want pure efficiency. Yeah. I don't want small talk. I want to say what I want and I want it to be given to me as quickly as possible. Yeah. But a good quality pour, all that sort of stuff. Now, other people may not want that. Yeah. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. So I want the bar to be divided into sections. I want those who are not concerned with waiting and don't mind a bit of chit-chat with the bar staff, they will have a certain section of the bar. The slow area. They will be the slow area. Exactly. You know who's going to fill that out? Andy. I'll be there and I'll be like, all right, mate, how's the day go? Oh, what's your favourite beer? I'll have that. Oh, does it change? Is it warm? What temperatures do I have? There we go. So we need bar. Whatever you suggest, mate. We need bar staff who are used to this sort of, you know, don't mind a bit of a chat themselves, can sort of put up with that sort of inane chatter that you're doing. Not inane. Perhaps people who are used to working with the elderly, you know, something like that. People yeah. who can tolerate that. All right. But they're also going to have to put up with, with now, uh, you know, there will be guys and girls who might like to flirt a little mm. with the bar staff. Yeah, I'm also in that one. Yeah, you're I'm in that slow one. slow and flirty. <laughs> you're like a dirty old man. I am, you? yeah. And so you need bar staff that are capable of, of, of being a bit flirtatious yeah. and a bit chatty and, and, yeah. and whatnot. Also, because they don't need to be particularly efficient, they could be newer bar staff who haven't really learned the ropes. All right. They could populate this area. Right. So are you saying that these newer bar staff have to get past the flirty types? Is that like an initiation at this bar that you're creating? They do. They do because part of being a bar staff is you have to – social interaction is massively important. If 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 you're a bar staff and you're just angry at everyone, you're not going to be as efficient, are you? 
You need to be good to people. You need to be able to handle the flirty guy, the old guy. Stop pointing at me. Andy, basically. <laughs> so so this would be for the newer, the yeah. newer staff would yeah. sort of populate this area. Yeah. They make a mistake, it's not going to matter. Yeah. Because the people behind there, you know, nice. they're, they're interested nice. in the chat. They just nice. want to have a bit of a yarn. Now, the rest of the section of the bar, that's people like me. Pure efficiency. I don't want to know your story. Yeah. I want efficiency. And for this section of the bar, I'm willing to pay a surcharge. All right. What? A yep. speed surcharge. A speed surcharge. Right. I will pay Hell an additional are. 10% of whatever I'm ordering as long Ooh. as I get my order in within 60, 60 seconds. An extra, I'm not be- saying that, you know, like it might take them longer than 60 seconds to get the order. Yeah. But within 60 seconds of ordering to the bar, I want someone at me asking for my drink. Yeah. And then I want it to be ordered as yeah. efficiently and, as possible. And you're going to say it in a special code and you're going to demand that they understand your code. Sounds good. I like that as well. Yeah, I'll absorb that too. Because some, some drink orders, especially if you put in a round, yep. can be quite complicated. Yep. So... Is it up to the person ordering to distill it down to the purest elements mm. so that it's super efficient? Yeah, exactly. Are, are like you that. ordering like a strawberry dakiri, uh, a Manhattan, and all these things at this at this bar? Possibly, possibly. Yeah. Okay. You need the doesn't best sound, bar staff. Doesn't sound very fast. You need the best bar staff. They yeah. have to be efficient. They have to be good. They can't be the yokels that are. Walking around talking to you in the other the inefficient section. They've got to be the most the experienced people. And they've and and fr- they don't need to be friendly. They can they can dispense with all that yep. because it's only those who are, you know, like myself and the alcoholics who just want to get served. That's all we want, and we're paying an extra ten percent. The alcoholics. Yeah, that's right. Now, for those in the um in the uh the, the Andy section, we we'll call it the yep. social section. Thanks. Where's where Cameron? In of interest, where are you? I'm in the the fast section at the end. Okay, you're in the okay. surcharge section. Um, yeah, yeah, but I'm not paying that surcharge. <laughs> is there a is there a Venn diagram where these different sections cross over? Yeah, it's just called a normal bar. Yeah, okay, I'm there. there. I'm there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so for those who um, want to, you know, want the the bar staff to be particularly attractive when they get served, yeah. they can wear virtual reality goggles. That right. will map whatever physical characteristics onto the bar staff that they want. Doesn't matter. I don't care whatever that is. I'm really into people that look like you, Gibbo. Would my glasses project you onto them? Of course. Yeah. Whatever you want. Whatever your heart's desire. I want this. I want 113 kilograms of... 113.1. 0.1 kilograms of man meat. There you go. That's what I, I want. I would call these VR goggles beer googles. <laughs> I think Google. Why Google? <laughs> because it sounds a bit like goggle. Yeah. Beer goggles. <laughs> why not beer just, googles. I know you go not just for beer goggles. Beer goggles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's my backup. All right, yeah. That's my backup yeah. name. Yeah, good, good. And that is Science This, ordering drinks at a bar. Well done, Gibbo. We've started at the top. You really struggled this week, haven't you? Yeah, How much down. time did you put into that? This was your idea, Chris. Yeah, come on, yeah, Gibbo. I know. I, I, I ran out of oh, time. Mate, mate. All right. Was, that whole thing was a lead up to your punchline of beer Googles. Yeah. And 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 that miss. That was a miss. That yeah, was mate. not. It was All a right, miss. listeners, you, you inform us if that was a miss or not. 100% miss. That was miss. the center of the bullseye. Right now, people are out there in laughing. computer land, land laughing their ass off going, he's done it again. <laughs> he's done it again. How does he do it? 
every fortnight he brings it and this time. I just like the idea of someone getting off the bus and like the first person they don't even know him, it's like he's done it again. Who? <laughs> Gibbo. Yeah. Not just shaking their head just, in, disbelief. in disbelief. He's done it again. All right. It's the next t shirt. My turn. My turn. Mm. Guys, I am a I'm a visitor to this country. You yeah, you definitely are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm staying. Yeah. But I'm we, when are you leaving? <laughs> have we when told you, you that already today? Yeah. I'm not leaving. I'm like a long-term visitor. <laughs> I'm like a 30-year-old son who doesn't ever move out of well, home. It's time to leave home, son. Yeah. No. 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 You're going to join I our moved. armed services. I well, you got to start paying board then. This <laughs> is ridiculous. And for electricity. No. Money. Not paying a thing. Electricity doesn't grow on trees, mate. Not paying a thing. When I get a job, that's when I'll start paying. Actually, interestingly, yeah, not paying much tax. Um. <laughs> I don't think any tax. Anyway, doesn't matter. Whatever. I love this country. Oh, oh thanks. I love being in this country. Do you know why yeah. I came to this country? Sunshine. The sunshine. Uh, 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 your partner, Kate. Kate was a big draw card, absolutely. Yeah. She's. Uh, people are friendlier. People are absolutely friendly, mostly. But. Beautiful to look at. Not... Who? The people? Yeah. Are you talking about you? Well, I'm one of the okay, people. Okay, you're one of the people. Okay, good. So. <laughs> There's one thing about the Australian lifestyle and the Australian uh, uh, kind of ethics that I love. Okay. What is it? It's the idea of a fair go. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's right. Right? A fair go, mate. It's like a religion. Anyone can come here and have a fair go. Fair go, mate. That's what we'd like to say. Yes. Yep. That's right. It's broken. What? It's bloody broken. And it's broken in the most Australian place there is. The pub? The pub. <sighs> Them fighting words there. Do you know what? Another thing I loved about this country is how willing people are to buy drinks for each other. Yeah, that's mm. what we do. Otherwise known as a shout. Yes, yeah, that's what right? we do. Yeah. But a shout is the furthest a thing away from a fair go that you can get. Is it? Is that... Now I now I'm uh, learning some things. Oh, is that right? About because <laughs> is that right? A fair go works last century in a beer pub economy, like I the twentieth century. Not today. Not with microbreweries and they're like twelve dollar pints. Uh-huh. Not with Manhattan's. Yes. Or Long Island iced teas. And that internet currency. What's it called again? Bitcoin. That's the one. That's not a drink. <laughs> I don't think that's related, Chris. <laughs> Thanks for saying something. You were though. talking about futuristic <laughs> stuff, and so I and you pay for things with uh, with Bitcoin anyway. Oh, give her, give her, give her. But it doesn't work. The shout is broken. Yeah. The fair go of an Australian, like everyone's got that mate who disappears on a shout. Oh in, yeah, he's off to the loo right? for half he's an off, hour. That's right. Yeah. A, but I'm yeah. saying that even like that's the most un-Australian thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying that the shout is broken in general. Forget that guy. You've got bigger problems, and you're so worried about something else that Australians worry about—the kangaroos, global yeah. warming, the, the cricket, the cricket. The cricket. Thank you for helping. Ball tampering. Yeah, that you've forgotten that the shout is broken. So <sighs> I am finding a new way to define the shout. Okay. Wow. Are you are you are you going to just say why it's broken? Why is the shout broken? Well, you- because if I'm in a group situation mm-hmm. and I'm with a couple of Gibbo characters yes. mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are heavy drinkers, yeah. high tolerance, yep. fast drinkers. Mm, that's right. I'm halfway through mine when another shout comes around. Uh, yeah. I'm getting drunker than I want. 
right? Yep. Another group of friends, they they love their rum and cokes. I don't like rum and coke. Mm-hmm. But I'm on my $5 pints or whatever. They're on their $22 million super expensive rum and coke with no eyeball or whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Spiced. That's right. Yeah. You're, you're supplementing I'm their I'm supplementing alcohol. their yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, right? that's right. It's broken, mate. Yeah. It's broken. Okay. So at first I was like, well, maybe we can all just say, right, we'll all put money in, we'll just divide it equally. We all get, but that's, that's not right. That's not right either. Math doesn't work out. You so were, you sure? Absolutely. Done. Okay. Okay. Because the person who drinks fastest gets more of that pot. Oh yeah. All right. I like that. So what I'm doing is I'm making a points-based system. Scientists love metrics. Oh yeah. We've got a points-based system that is weighted against a person's body mass, Ooh. their tolerance, Ooh. their drink preference, mm. and actually just. How they're feeling that night? Do they want to get really? Are they in a celebratory mood? Yeah, it, it, ma- it makes a big difference. Doesn't yeah, it? absolutely. Right. You, you're busy, busy the next day. Exactly. You, you got to get up early. Have, yes, you got to get up early. You don't things but to do in things this to do. group round situation. That those metrics are always out. So I'm saying, you're at a bar. Mm-hmm. You're with your group of friends. But there's another group of friends over in the corner. Ooh. I'm starting to match people up. Oh, based on. My metric based on Ooh. how drunk they want to get, yeah, their body mass, their drink tolerance, drink preference. So, so you're 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 creating the perfect round. I'm creating the perfect shout, the Australian <laughs> shout. So get this right: you don't need to leave your friendship group. What you do, you get into the bar and your little app. You go, Bing! I'm in, and yep. I'm in for rounds. Yes. Right? What it does is based on all those preferences, it matches you up in a separate network outside your friendship group in that bar to people who are, who have got the same sort of metric of you that night. Mm-hmm. So, all right, I'm going in. I'm drinking red wine tonight. I'm a little I'm a little chap. Don't need much. Maybe I'll have three or four glasses while I'm here. All right. Yeah, you should just. Buy I'm a not bottle. busy tomorrow morning. You should buy right? a bottle. Buy a, for I, yourself. But I don't want to sit with a bottle there. <laughs> so <laughs> he's just. He- He's ruined it. He's ruined it. All right. I don't want wine. All right. Good. I want something else that doesn't ruin it. Um, (laughs) But what it is, is you're all there. And then when you finish your drink, you go finish, finish, finish. And it goes bing, 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 bing. And you all walk to the bar together. Yep. And you get around and you make new friends. And it's a social thing. This wine is delicious. Because no point speaking of wine about Gibbo. He's drunk his before you've got a chance to even taste it, right? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't taste wine. He doesn't taste wine. You drink wine, don't you? (laughs) You don't taste wine. Yeah. But I talk about lots of interesting things, though. Oh, so <laughs> it's not a personal attack, Chris. It's okay. <laughs> he'll, he'll still go out drinking with you yeah. again. Oh, that's okay. right. Absolutely. Right. Right. And so, uh, so you still talk diff- to me, won't uh, yeah, you? Yeah. So what has all these people go off? So you, you're in your different project groups. You, in, this um, AI matches you up based on all of your metrics. Then it says, then you all say, Bing, 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 Bing. Excellent. Walk to the bar. You all walk to the bar together. You're in a round situation, and you manage to. Then buy a round of drinks with those, I don't know, four, five, three other, maybe it's just one other person, doesn't matter, yep. right? Then you go, how are you? Great, oh, great wine, lovely, great, love this. Boom, you, you do your round thing and you head back to your friendship group. Maybe you bring them with you. Maybe you've just made a new friend. I don't, I don't want to make a new friend in that way. Yes, you do. I guess, common I guess interest. if they become, yeah, your common interest is in the drink. And That's then, right. Mm, and okay, also, I, I like it. No, I, I, I should be open for new friends. You should... <laughs> I like the way that, that you're, it's not about like the fact that 
it's a pointless way of ordering, <laughs> but that you just don't want to make new friends. Yeah. And that's fine. That's completely yeah. fine. No, that's fine. Um, um, how do you stop people running out on the on the on the shouts though? Well, because there's a lock on the door. <laughs> right? I didn't. I, I missed it. I forgot to say that bit. Yeah. When you walk in, you agree to join around right on the app. So you're like, all right. There's the, the app says there's three people here with my uh, with my type my in my box, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to have at least three drinks while I'm here. Yep, I'm happy to join. Whereas if you're in there with, a, with like a rugby group, what do you mm. call them? A clan? A gaggle? Team. Team? Thank you. Um, when you're in there with a rugby mm, team, right? A murder, you walk in. A, a murder. A murder, a murder <laughs> of rugby players. Right? You don't want to walk in and then be like, oh shit, there's like 48 men yeah, in here. Yeah, They're yeah. all heavy drinking. I, no, I'm, I'm not. You're so out, then, you're out then of you're that out, one, aren't right? you? But yep. if you decide you're in, bink. Doors locked behind you, and you cannot get out until you've satisfied the round conditions. Bloody hell! There's 15 people in a rugby team. Yeah, you don't have to agree to. You would. You've got to be ready for a big night, then, yeah. don't you? Yeah. That's a that's a large round. Yeah, yeah that's is, a bold. Yeah. That's bold. That's yeah. bold. Anyway, so science this. I'm using multi-layered networking to science the round. Thank you, MLN. Well done. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, pedestrian, but yeah, all right. Shut up, you can't talk this week. Yours was shit. <laughs> we'll see. All right, Schmoopster, let's bring... Uh, sorry, Andy, your, oh, yeah. your job. Thanks. Schmoopster? Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi, Hi Schmoopy, how are you? All right. Uh, my problem with ordering a bar is I think my hearing is quite bad and I can mm. never hear what, what they're saying and I'm kind of assuming they can never hear what I'm saying. And it's always a miracle, an absolute miracle when they get the drink right. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I'm, I'm trying to think of a way where you can, you don't need to actually tell someone what you want. Okay. And so, I mean. Telepathy. Sign well, language. Te- te- both good. <laughs> I mean, an easier thing would be like, you know, you go to a pub and there's like an ordering app and yeah. you just say, I want, I, you know, give me this beer. It pays through the app. They Do you bring know it what? out to you. Uh, and then that's it. I when you put this through that night, I looked to see if they exist, and the ordering apps exist. There's like three or four of them. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm not surprised. Yeah. And a lot of pubs makes sense. A lot of pubs, uh, the waiting staff walk around with iPads, and they just uh, put through the order on yeah. on an iPad. You just kind of need that open. I guess it's probably just hackable. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. Chris? Yeah. But yeah, Chris, I mean, if it's reckon? not if it's encrypted, yeah, yeah. then there could be problems with that you, sort of technology. Yeah. We should go yeah. around. You should ask, make sure everything's encrypted before. Mm. 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 Encryption's important. Uh, but it's not really something that's like a technology. I, w- I was trying to think of a real science-based. Yeah. Um, so what if we just... Get rid of waiting stuff and we just you have a pub and it's just like an open bar. Ooh. And you can just you go to the fridge, take out what you want. Uh it's like a uh, the the beer taps, it's like a self serve, like you can do at McDonald's or <laughs> You mean it's or, like or Hungry chaos? <laughs> so, what what are you talking so about? So wouldn't that be nice? So it's just like an open house. So the pubs yeah. they're, they're stacked with drinks, you can just make whatever you want. And then later on, as you leave, it gets worked out how much you consumed, and then you get charged for for what you had. Oh, would that that sounds pretty good, right? I've that would a, be a really nice place to visit. Yeah, well, I've had an experience like that. I went to uh, in Brazil. 
I went there and there was a samba bar called Bar Bip Bip. And literally, the, there's no bar staff. You go and help uh-huh. yourself. Yeah. And every time you pick one up, you wave to the little guy in the front, uh-huh. who's this like samba like legend, and he just tally he just tallies it up. Yes. And at the end, he because what one thing I realized so there's no is computers that, involved here, is there? No. Even though he put a tally, he didn't keep record of like who which tally was with which so you'd still have to go up to him at the end and be like six yes anyway so, so there was uh, an honesty yeah. system there was an honesty there. and it was lovely yeah, yeah. and it's great it, um small, your, small restaurants in germany like that as well you just ooh. you just grab what you want and then you show them the bottle the empty bottles at the end <laughs> but this yeah. doesn't rely on the honesty system your no system, no, does uh, it? no. Um, i am not relying on the honesty that system. would be chaos i personally do not believe in the kindness of strangers yeah no um, neither do I. I believe in the cruelty of people i don't know <laughs> exactly I, I i heavily believe in their cruelty like you do chris thank you uh so uh, i kind of believe in the cruelty of people i do know as well anyway sorry sorry so got me thinking, what's a, what is a possible detection system for how much someone has drunk? I know. Yep. You put microchips in the beer. Yep. No. You put a microchip in their bum. Whoa. No. <laughs> no, no. All right. So uh, we're humans. Uh, yeah. We have uh, we're full of molecules. Thank you. Yeah. Um, some of those molecules or atoms that we have within us mm-hmm. are radioactive. Oh. Yes. And so we each have a background radiation level. We're, we're radiation emitters. And so we, we commonly consume things like uh, banana. Yep. Uh, potassium in banana has uh, some radioactive activity. Mm. Uh, and so we all have our own personal background radiation level. Uh, and that's pretty consistent over a, like an evening okay, at least. Hmm. So in my bar, as you walk in, your background radiation level... Is, is, monitored, measured. is measured and that's marked down and then uh, on. the drinks are all self-service and they, but they all include a small concentration of radioactive material. I cannot Ooh. see a problem with this. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. And after 50 years. <laughs> so the concentration of this radioactive material, it varies with the cost per milliliter of this drink. Oh, wow. So if you're so, doing tequila, yes. then you're going to be incredibly radioactive. It's going to have a lot more radioactivity in it than if you have a glass of uh, soft drink, a Coke or Pepsi. Yeah. So look, I'm a scientist and I know Thank that you. radiation does two things. One, it either kills you or two, it turns you into a superhero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So... You're there, you're getting whatever you want, you're you're pouring whatever you want, you're consuming it. Yeah. Um, uh, it has something like flu deoxyglucose, which oh, yeah. is uh, has a fluorine, uh, 18 fluorine, okay. which is a gamma radiative. Um, and in this case, the fluorine is attached to a, sh- a sugar molecule, glucose. And so it's not harming the flavor of the drink. That's very which important. Which I think is, is very important. Just yep. your internal organs. Um <laughs> and and this is commonly given to people for medical treatments. Ah, so okay. um, it's uh, it's fine. It must be fine. <laughs> um, and then because it's a sugar, it's mm. excreted. Okay. Yeah, um, I excrete. You do. So the more people drink with this uh, radioactive material in it, the more the uh, gamma radiation they'll emit. Yeah. As they exit for the evening, their radi- radiation level is detected again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Back concentrated to their uh, amount um, 
of radioactive material that they've consumed for the evening and then that yeah. has a price on it. Yeah. And so you, you pay. Perfect. And so, so I what imagine- if I was to wear some lead-lined clothing? Uh, very good. I was just about to say the same thing. Schmoopster. You have to walk through it naked. Um, what happens is <laughs> as, you, as you walk in... Everyone, uh, this is on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> well, who's wearing lead line? That's more dangerous if to I, you than the if, gamma radiation. If, if I can, uh, if I can get free drinks, I'm wearing lead line clothing. All right. He just, yeah. Gabo so, just Chris, looks like you a arrive, knight. you arrive to my house next week wearing lead line clothing, <laughs> and then I'll answer your question. That do you know how much more I'll weigh if I do that? <laughs> exactly. I'm already, I'm already trying to wear less clothing to lose weight. Shoes off next week. All right. All right so, Go. Yep, that's answered. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> that was, <laughs> all right. That was, that was simply avoided. At what point? So it's going to have a natural decay. Yes. How, at what point do you have to cons- uh, take into consideration the half-life of the radioactivity? Well, you would need to take it into account if the person is there yeah. for more than about a quarter of the half-life. Okay. And so you know the half-life of this magical molecule? Yeah. Okay, what is it? Four days. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, good. That's another question That's, just answered. That was just, his answer yeah, on the fly yeah. as well. Next, next question. <laughs> Look, I, I feel like legislators mm. may have a problem with the word radioactive. What, what would be a fun marketing spin on that that yep. people w- w- wouldn't, yeah, that wouldn't scare people? Alcohol energy emission. Alcohol energy emission. Not a- bad. Alcohol energy emitter. There you go. AEM. AEM. So it'll so be detected A-E-M. with a Geiger counter, some kind of... Uh, but instead of like the, the, the crackle, the deadly crackle of a Geiger counter, yeah. it could be like nice little bing, 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 bing. Yeah, so bing, like when you walk bing, by, bing, like it's just like... It's like a little you tune. haven't had much, it's just like... And if it's really, really a lot, like dangerous, it just goes boom, boom. Yeah. If it's a lot, it's like boom, 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 That's Darth um, Vader's You're coming thing. around. You're coming yeah. around. I'm coming around. Like, like, anyway, so legislators, what, what do you say to them? What? It sounds dangerous. It's not. <laughs> Sold. It is, Perfect. Yeah. 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 Well mm. done. Mm. Mm. Do you want to boom it? Boom. Music is provided by the awesome Adelaide-based band Voice Rom. Go check out their stuff on their Bandcamp website. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app, like our Facebook page, join in the forum. Andy Mad on it. Andy Mad on it. And leave us a review on wherever you get this podcast, because if you're in a different country, we'll come find it. We will. Mm. Cameron, sponsor for the week. You were just listening to Published Perishable Podcasts, and it was brought to you this week by our future sponsor, Fludeoxyglucose. Uh, inspired drinks. Oh, that is so good. Not catchy, but yeah. I like it. Get, get that radiation in here. Yeah, get your beam on. Get your beam on. <laughs> Love it. All right, final farewells. Namaste. Goodbye, all. Bye. Bye.